The following Marx Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. Just walk it off. How walking can improve your emotional well-being. A few years ago, a friend of mine went through a particularly rough patch, one of those stretches in which life unraveled in continuous layers. She'd taken multiple trips through the emotional ringer. I was happy to catch up with her recently at a dinner party where she was looking and feeling recovered, even content and happy again. Lingering at the table with a few of us, she ended up sharing some of the strategies that got her through that time. Practices, she explained, she still uses when serious stress takes hold. There were days, she described, where I would be so upset, so wound around a particular event and unable to let go, that it was either continue wandering around the house, slamming doors and making large demonstrative arm movements as I played out the infuriating script running through my head, or just get outside and go for a you walk to let the bad energy burn itself out. By the time she got back, she explained, she was dealing with embers instead of an all-out inferno. In other words, things felt manageable again. Over and over, as simple as it was, those walks were one of the main things that got her through, recognizing when she needed the release and letting the steps work their magic. While she didn't venture all that far from the house most times, if not the streets of her own neighborhood itself, then maybe the beach or a nearby state park. Others have clearly taken the concept to new lengths. With best-selling memoirs and movies covering the hiking quests of those who take to the trails in varying shades of grief and disorientation, the apparently hip thing to do with life's disillusionment is to walk it off. As I've gone into recently, we're made to walk obligated to, in fact. We can bask in the evolutionary continuum, quantifying the health advantages, or feel inspired by those whose daily strolls fueled their creativity and vision. On a more personal note, however, I wonder how much we turn to walking for more than exercise, more than utility. How much of our walking is emotionally driven? How much of our walking, you could say, is about the desire to walk away from something? Maybe it's an argument with our partner, or a frustrating exchange with a coworker, a difficult conversation with a son or daughter, or yet another run-in with that least favorite neighbor. Aside from an actual person, maybe we're just frazzled and frayed, blocked mentally or creatively, or perhaps overwhelmed by our thoughts and need to get out from underneath them. Our walking away is, in the end, more than a metaphor. That Kierkegaard quote from a few weeks ago still stays with me. I know of no thought so burdensome that one cannot walk away from it. But by sitting still, and the more one sits still, the closer one comes to feeling ill. Thus, if one just keeps on walking, everything will be all right. What is it about a walk that makes space, that clears the air, that moderates our worst moods and allows us to breathe? What about a simple walk gets us in our right mind again? I think we've all felt the release from the vice grip of anger or anxiety, confusion or grief. What's the physiological picture behind this emotional alchemy? What biochemical powers do their work, and what ends can they serve that we haven't even considered? 
First, the big picture. Beyond the euphoric runner's high, moderate physical activity, often represented as simple walking in these studies, has been shown to soothe us neurologically. When subjected to stress, it seems, our neurons get fired up. While regular activity boosts our production of young, excitable neurons, largely concentrated in the hippocampus, an emotional and cognitive processing center, activity also supports the abundance of neurons responsible for releasing GABA, a calming neurotransmitter that dampens brain activity and can ease anxiety. In the larger scheme of things, research suggests the more active we are, the less we feel stress. Over time, it becomes the brain's set organization, meaning even if we haven't exercised for days because of illness or vacation, we are still running off the same neurologically beneficial model. In the short term, we also gain from the exertion with the flush of feel-good fuzzies made possible by the enhanced secretion of various neurotransmitters as well as an increase in levels of opioids and endocannabinoids, leading some to label exercise as a psychoactive drug. What's more, the mood-moderating effects of exercise can set in within as little as 5 minutes but can last up to 12 hours. As I've noted before, exercising in green or blue natural spaces offers considerably higher benefits, particularly in mood enhancement, than exercising indoors. Beyond any biochemical measurement, walking is becoming incorporated into therapy and support models. With so-called walk-and-talk therapy, patients and therapists can walk during their sessions, providing movement opportunity, which can be helpful for those whose agitation would make regular sedentary therapy conversations unduly stressful. The outdoor setting, additionally, makes a walk-and-talk format more appealing for many people who feel they can relax more outside in the larger natural space. Additionally, walking bereavement groups have popped up in various corners of the U.S. and other countries. Within the groups, which are sometimes organized by hospice centers for family members who have lost loved ones or are other times less formally gathered, the benefits include the activity itself, but also the social connection and kinship around it. There's an accountability and a trust in others' identification with their shared grief experience that many have found socially supportive and ultimately healing. Whether we're processing deep grief, sifting through emotional disorientation, soothing daily stress, or calming down from an unpleasant interaction, walking lets us off the leash of directed thinking and interaction. It opens up mental fields to explore, which perhaps can help us see other perspectives and become aware of the angles of our reactions better than we can when we're sitting in a ball on the couch obsessing over our own negative thoughts. In that sense, a simple outdoor walk expands not just our field of vision, but our field of thinking and feeling. Ferris Jabber, writer for The New Yorker, noted that walking also helps join and even synchronize our psychological and physical energies. Quote, walking at our own pace creates an unadulterated feedback loop between the rhythm of our bodies and our mental state. When we stroll, the pace of our feet naturally vacillates with our moods and the cadence of our inner speech. At the same time, we can actively change the pace of our thoughts by deliberately walking more briskly or by slowing down. End quote. Within the awareness of how the emotional can drive the physical, we see the potential for the opposite dynamic. 
The act and environment of walking takes us to a more expansive place mentally. Perhaps the physical exertion supports the emotional catharsis through the full body and mind participation, providing a more potent and tangible release of tension. Walking away from a problem or walking with it, we bring our troubles into a larger light and witness them in perspective to the world and community around us. Within that hour's getaway, perhaps we experience them as lighter and more diffuse, even within the mix of our own human energy. Thanks for listening, everyone. What do you think of walking as therapy, either as a personal or clinical practice? Share your thoughts at MarksDailyApple.com and have a great end to your week. Looking for a nutritionally balanced, low-carb meal on the go? Want to take the edge off hunger and sustain your energy until your next meal? Primal Fuel makes Primal Paleo-style eating quick, simple, and delicious. Healthy doses of high-quality fat from coconut milk, protein from ultra-high-potency whey protein isolate, probiotics from artichoke, healthy fiber, and only 6 grams of all-natural carbs per serving in a delicious and incredibly satisfying shake. Quick, easy, cost-effective, and convenient. Primal Fuel comes in tasty chocolate and vanilla flavors, packed with 20 grams of the highest biological value protein per serving and 6 grams of soluble prebiotic fiber. Primal Fuel is perfect for any occasion, breakfast, lunch, dinner, or as a snack or dessert. Tempt your taste buds today. Visit PrimalBlueprint.com to order in 15-day or 30-day sizes.